What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit JustCapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I had the best time. It was challenging, but it was like the show. That doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. And if it wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, it was. Hey, it was fine. Because I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. All right, here we go. It's BV today, 96.3 News Radio, KKOB. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday. Kind of rainy. Got some uh, precip here in central New Mexico, so watch out for that. But uh, appreciate you spending some time with us here on News Radio, KKOB. I'm going to open this up, uh, too, because we're going to talk about Solomon Pena and this, uh, this nut job. That went out and and endangering people's lives, which is the top thing. He was out there shooting a gun, targeting other politicos in the state of New Mexico, and particularly in the city of Albuquerque. Uh, and there's nobody, no conservative, no Republican, that is going to excuse what this um, what this creep did, Solomon Pena. And we remember this guy because. Back in the fall, there was an issue that he had served some prison time, but under New Mexico law, if he paid his debt to society, he was able to go ahead and run for political office. He had his voting rights restored, and he was able to run for office. I remember talking briefly about this, because as far as individual races for the House or the State Senate, there has to be something you know, pretty remarkable going on for us to spend time about it, talking, talking about individual races. Uh, and I'm not going to waste your time by putting a lot of these people on the air because you know how many of these people there are and they're all going to want airtime. So we don't mess around too much with uh, state and, and house races. In fact, we don't mess around with them at all. I mean, we talk about it as a whole and what needs to happen. And specific, uh, But as far as specific races go, we don't. But this one actually did uh, make it to air. I mean, we didn't talk to this guy or anything. But I remember talking about it briefly because uh, the Democratic Party wanted him kicked off the ballot. Uh, and, of course, it went to a judge. And the judge said, yeah, he has his voting rights restored so he can run for office. And I remember saying at that time, I mean, that's what the law is. And if we're uh, we're all we're most reasonable people, 
at least will respect the law and what the law is. You may not like it, but you do respect it. And I think we do that here. Uh, and with Sal and Pena, I mean, you can have your ideas on whether or not he should have had his voting rights restored or not. The fact of the matter is that's the law in the state of New Mexico. He did. So he was able to run for office here. And that was it. He got to run. Of course, this is a, a state rep seat in the South Valley that's been held by Democrats for decades. And sometimes there's not even a Republican that runs in that in that race. And that is something that we have talked about on this show before, how because the Republican Party is so weak, you have not not just in the South Valley, but other places all over the state of New Mexico, you have Democratic candidates who are running unopposed. And we have brought that up and we have talked about it. And we have talked about that with party officials, that that is unacceptable uh, in the state of New Mexico to have a Democrat run unopposed. Surely at some point, and stop calling me Shirley, there is a, it's someone in that area, someone in that district who is a Republican is a good candidate. Surely you can find one person that's a good candidate and you can send them up and convince that person that they need to run. Win, lose, or draw, convince them to run. At least be competitive in every race. And that's one of the things with the Republican Party in the state of New Mexico. One of the things that he's now in his third term as uh, chair, Steve Pierce, has got to work on. Being competitive in every race. I'll take that back. He just needs to run somebody in every race. And then maybe we could work on being competitive. But that being said, I remember talking about this guy, Solomon Pena. I think we took calls on it. And, you know, yeah, he was a Republican and so-called conservative. We, we can get into that uh, coming up too. 505-243-3333. Because, boy, he's getting painted as one uh, in the media, in the media up and down, not just locally. But whenever you have a story like this, Oh, the New York Times starts taking an interest. When you have, I mean, the, the, the stories just write themselves for, for the big media. You have disgruntled former candidate or failed Republican candidate. And now he's going and shooting up uh, houses uh, of Democrats that are elected in the state of New Mexico. The stories write themselves and the New York Times has two reporters on it. In fact, one of them's actually coming down here to New Mexico if they're not already here uh, right now. Uh, story writes themselves. It fits exactly into the narrative that the big media has always wanted, which is lunatic MAGA candidate. And it's even better for them and their narrative because this guy was an actual candidate. He was the Republican nominee for this House district. Of course, he lost uh, by considerable margin. Uh, it was House District 44, the Republican nominee. And whenever they can put words like that into their story to reinforce the things that they've been telling everybody that for, for years now, that people who are conservative or people who voted for Donald Trump are dangerous. And now, guess what? This guy, Solomon Pena, Walked right into it. I mean, he's he's a crazy person, nut job, but because he was a Republican and was a Republican nominee for the state house, 
everybody who is a Republican has to wear this now. <laughs> I mean, this is this is exactly what the big media wanted. And boy, are they taking advantage of it now. And not just the media, but everybody else. Michelle Lujan Grisham issued a statement. There is no place in our society or our democracy for violence against any elected official or their families. True. And I trust the justice system will hold these responsible, those responsible for these attacks to fair account. That's great. And I think everyone, regardless of political ideology, agrees with that. But it's a lot easier for people like Michelle Lujan Grisham and Tim Keller, we'll get to his comments too, when it's a lot easier for them to say things like that when there's a MAGA hat sitting on that guy. And Solomon Pena, guess what? He's wearing a MAGA hat. Now this this rides right into the narrative that all conservatives are dangerous. Everybody who voted for Trump is just like Solomon Pena, and you better watch out, and continues to reinforce that uh, misnomer in New Mexico that Republicans are bad people, that even the word Republican is is dirty, and that's a dirty word. It's a slur, being a Republican in the state of New Mexico. Those are the parameters that, that Democrats have built on this. We'll take your calls here, because I know some of you know this guy. 505-243-3333, especially some of you candidates for some of you, some of these um, uh, state rep and, and Senate uh, seats, because I know a lot of you walked around or you, a lot of you um, were in a, they, they kind of uh, traveled in a pack or they campaigned in a pack, like several, you know, a handful of like uh, state rep candidates would all travel together and campaign, kind of save on cost and that sort of thing. So I know a lot of you out there listening knew Solomon Pena. Uh, you can give us a call here, 505-243-3333. Because within the letter of the law in the state of New Mexico, the guy should have or been afforded the right to run for office. And I'm all about second chances, regardless of where you are uh, ideologically, uh, whether you're left or right. I believe every human being, every person, especially every American, uh, should have a chance for a do-over, regardless of what you've done, with some exceptions, of course. But if you served your time, paid your debt to society, we need to give you another chance. At doing something, you may not get the same chances that you had before, but we're willing to, to listen. And if that's the law in the state of New Mexico, this guy can run for office again, by all means. And I said that, uh, you know, what was it, five months ago when this topic came up. Now, of course, we didn't know that he was going to end up being a guy shooting up Democratic politicians' houses, right? But I have this to say about the Republican Party itself and how maybe they could have prevented something like this from happening. And we'll get your calls, too. Coming up next, 505-243-3333. That's on News Radio KQOB. All right, it's BB Today, 96.3 News Radio KQOB. Thanks for being with us. Now, this is a disturbing story. I mean, we have enough violence in the city of Albuquerque anyway, and we, we talk about it quite a bit. And you have um, these elected leaders. I mean, leader they aren't any different from anybody else, too. I want to make that very clear. 
you know, and there's a lot of violence in the city of Albuquerque, but this guy and the case is being made. He's been arrested, Solomon Pena, uh, you know, targeting people and shooting at them. And thank goodness nobody died uh, or got hurt, which doesn't make it right. But I mean, Linda Lopez, I mean, she's got a he, she's got a 10 year old daughter that was living in that house. And then the, the stupidity here. For, for this guy to think that this is going to make some sort of difference politically. And of course, you know, that's being uh, talked about the, uh, you know, the political motivation here. It happens on both sides. This is definitely happening with this guy who claims that he's a conservative, a registered Republican. But to me, he's not uh, because that's something a conservative wouldn't do. Conservative or a conservative is a responsible person, especially with guns. And they wouldn't go out willy-nilly uh, shooting people's houses up. So the big media can paint him as this uh, MAGA guy and, and whatever conservative, but it doesn't speak for everybody. And and don't let that don't let that fool you. Uh, here's Tim Keller. He said, "APD essentially discovered what we had all feared and what we had suspected." Interesting choice of words that these shootings were indeed politically motivated. These were dangerous attacks, not only to the individuals, but fundamentally also to democracy. I mean, the, the big point here that Tim Keller's missing is that, yes, this was horrible for people that, that could have gotten hurt, like Linda Lopez's daughter, who was in the house at the time that some of these shots were ringing out. The whole, like, democracy getting also shot up on the back burner, because our democracy is greater. I know a lot of you don't like to use that word democracy, but republic, whatever. America is greater than some lunatic like Solomon Pena going out and shooting up houses. I mean, the immediate concern is Solomon Pena could have killed a young girl who's only 10 years old or somebody that, that may have been in one of these houses here. And it's interesting here because I want to go back and compare this a little bit to the Muslim killings. If you remember that with Syed and Son, yeah, we haven't had an update on Syed and Son in a while. I hope we we get an update on them soon. Remember how quickly all of these same politicos were ready to pin a MAGA hat right on top of whoever was killing these Muslims in the city of Albuquerque, and even when they arrested. Syed, who is also Muslim and knew all these guys, they still continued with that narrative that, oh, this is hate-driven and, and, and Islamophobia, even though as another Islamic guy was the one shooting these people. So they are ready. The media and the Democrats are ready at an instant. And that's why, I mean, this is a horrible story for these people. I had to go through this. Uh, and we're very lucky that nobody got hurt. But also, this is exactly what the, the, the media wanted. And Democrats, some of them, this is exactly what they want. They want to pin uh, a horrible situation, and this was just short of being a tragedy, uh, on somebody wearing a MAGA hat so they can paint everybody just like Solomon Pena. Uh, now, we'll take your calls, 505-243-3333. Now, the Republican Party, I do think there's no responsibility here with the Republican Party. 
but indirectly they could have helped out the situation more than what they did. As we've talked about, I mean, this district that Pena was running in house district 14 was 14. I think I said 44 while it goes house district 14 and down in South Valley. Sometimes there's not even a Republican running and the Democrat just runs unopposed. And that happens all over the state and it shouldn't. So the Republican party, when there was somebody that wanted to run and this guy, Solomon Pena, he should have been vetted. I mean, I don't know whether he was or not, but even the fact that he had gone to prison for seven years and he needs to sit down with uh, party officials and maybe even Steve Pierce himself and vet this guy out. Because when you're, we are in a game of politics or business, really, you have to look at what is the, what's the worst possible thing that could happen, right? And you try to do things to mitigate the worst possible thing that could happen. It was Solomon Pena. Of course, we had no idea he was going to do something like this. But we did know he had a criminal history. Uh, we, we did do know he served a hard time, seven years in the pen. We knew that uh, these things were going on. And maybe he should have been vetted out a little more. Now, there's nothing the party can do. And I would be opposed that the party went out and tried to do like some sort of political hit job on him to tank him. But what the party could have done is as soon as Solomon Pena showed up, vet him through interviews, make sure this guy is really who they think he is instead of just taking his word for it, which if a guy like this is so unhinged, if you sat down and was in a room with him for about five minutes, I bet a, a trained eye could probably figure out that this guy's not all there and you need to be concerned. And that's what the Republican Party in the state of New Mexico should have done, considering his history. And like I said, you don't want to tank the guy, but here's what you could have done. Found another candidate. Found another candidate for, for this District 14 and primaried him. Had a primary, you know, spend a couple of hundred dollars in advertising. And this guy probably would have gotten beat in the South Valley, in the Republican primary of the South Valley, which I'm going to have to check the records. There may never have ever been a Republican primary in the South Valley for, for a House seat. That may have been a first. You had two Republicans running uh, in the South Valley. Primary him, and guess what? He loses, he loses, and your other person goes. And win, lose, or draw with the Democratic candidate, at least you you don't have a wild card hanging out there like Solomon Pena who can embarrass you at the very least and at the very most do harm to people, which he pert near did by getting people with. I mean, so stupid to do this. And then the people that he got on board to help him, how dumb are those people too? 505-243-3333. I know there's some folks that want to get in. We'll get to your calls uh, coming up next. Also, we may have a little bit of insight into the mind of Solomon Pena uh, from someone that knew him. And I'll have that for you coming up next on News Radio KKOB. Radio KKOB. Solomon Pena. 
arrested. And he, he was able to convince a bunch of other people, too. Of course, he paid them to go shoot up houses uh, from, from fo- other elected officials. Totally deranged, unhinged guy saying that he really won the race and has um, documentation about it and, and all this other stuff. Now, I don't blame anybody but uh, but Solomon Pena here. He's responsible for his own actions and the people that he hired that, that took the money to try to do this sort of thing. But the Republican Party in New Mexico needs to really think about their candidates. I mean, finding better candidates. And when you do have a loose cannon, like uh, like this guy obviously was, vetting these people properly. And of course, you can't stand in the way, and I don't want the, a party standing in the way of somebody running for office. But you can find another candidate. You could find another option for the voters because that's that's the other thing, too. Uh, we, we don't have a robust primary system for Republicans in this state because if you can find a Republican that'll run, usually there's nobody else, and they just run unopposed, too. I think it's better when you have a couple of different people that are running and giving voters an option. And Republicans in the state don't have an option. But they could have done something here. That Now, if, if that would have happened and he got primaried out, and he was still unhinged, and he continued to do this. The media and the Democrats and the would they would still try to paint him as as they did. But you you need to start thinking about better candidates and not just having whoever showing up and running and getting the nomination because nobody is running against him. At least give voters a choice. Let me get Ethan in. Ethan, you're on News Radio KQOB. Hey, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It's definitely another strike against uh, Steve Pierce, who I I don't know how he hangs on to that job, but um, certainly not a a good day for him. Um, You know, the Republican Party, Brandon, I appreciate the comments you're making. You know, this guy was a nut. He was unhinged. This was a, you know, person with severe mental problems. But unfortunately, the Republican Party does have a problem with violence, uh, whether it's January 6th and uh, the events of, of that day. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you might remember, came out and said that if she was in charge of January 6th, it would have been, well, she actually said we, meaning her and Steve Bannon, uh, said that it would be successful and it would have been armed. And then you have the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer uh, and so many. No, the attack on Steve Scalise, too. You left that one out from a, from a Bernie person. I, I, another yeah. nut, another n- nut job. Yeah. I agree with you completely. Yeah. Um, and there are too many ads. Republicans are just, they, they fall all over themselves to make ads with themselves, you know, shooting AR-15s or at least posing with AR-15s. I really want the party, Brandon, to move away from this kind of violent imagery because you sort of see the effect it can have on people that are not altogether there upstairs. So I, I hope that you'll join with me in encouraging both parties, but especially the Republicans, uh, move away from this violent imagery, please. All right. Thanks for call, Ethan. Um, guns and, and being in support of guns has nothing to do with this. Uh, Solomon Pena, well, I mean, is a totally unhinged individual. Uh, he's a convicted felon. And, of course, I'm totally for anybody that wants to uh, walk the straight and narrow and change their life and 
I want to afford them a second chance. But we have to be careful on what kind of chances these actually are. I mean, you don't get every single chance again. Sometimes you do things bad and, and you don't uh, you don't necessarily have to get it. But it's not the imagery of guns has nothing to do with this. It's just that this guy is an unhinged individual. All right. 505-243-3333. Let me get Andrew in. Hey, Andrew, you're on News Radio KQB. Yeah, hi. Hey, what's going on? Um, you heard yeah, y'all talk about I understand, Solomon yeah. Pena. I understand you I know a, a little bit about Solomon Pena, right? Yeah, I did a lot of time with him in prison in Hobbs. We were okay. in the same pod together. He was like two cells down from me. Uh, we spent a lot of time together. I mean, we studied a lot together. We, I mean, we're, we were real close friends until I uh -huh. left prison. Um so he's was he was he political? No, he wasn't political in prison at mm -hmm. all. He was he was into the Bible. He's an ex marine. Yeah. He yeah. was in the Marine Corps for a while. Uh, he was uh, I think a, a a doctor or not a doctor or something like that. Well, anyway, he was in the Medic. Marine Corps, and that's what we yeah. talked about. Um, he wasn't crazy. I mean, this is I, I don't agree with what he did, but yeah, you know what I mean now now that gives people like us as ex ex cons. And I mean, like mm -hmm. some of us are actually trying to change, but what he did is yeah. kind of unacceptable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Andrew: If he wasn't political, like politics never really came up as as y'all were talking, nope. you did have a lot of time on your hands. Nope. nope. So what what nope. was it? What was he interested in? What were some of his interests? Uh, the law, and we sued mm -hmm. the prisons. I, that was our big thing. Is people would were in in prison with a. Uh, we, we would help them file lawsuits against the state. That's what him and I, yeah. him and I did. Yeah, I mean, he was real heavy into the law. So he he knows he knew what he was, what he was talking about when it came to the law. But as far as like politics and stuff like that, we never talked about stuff like that. How long were were you and him? I guess um, associating with each other while you're in prison. Um, I would say about three years straight. Okay, and then you and, left, and then he he continued. I guess. Yeah, he stayed there until he got out. The last time I seen Pena was like in 2017, and uh -huh. we were at the parole office. That was the last time I seen him. So it doesn't seem like so you guys didn't keep up after after you went your separate ways. No, when you get out of prison, you know, you got a lot of stuff on your hands. You know, it's not like we yeah. went out and got beers to that. Yeah, yeah. And then what was some of his goals while he was in prison? Because I think he did seven years. Uh, what was some yeah, of his goals? He, uh, like, what did he want to do when he got out? He wanted to become a lawyer. He was studying. He he was like I said. He was real into the law, and he wanted to yeah. fight. You know I mean fight? Mm -hmm. He wanted to become a lawyer, basically. Yeah, and that's all we talked about. I mean, we, like just... I said, we helped each other out and stuff like that. Yeah, how, how would you kind of describe him and his personality? He was, was very he quiet, kind of even kill. Just... Nah. He wasn't. I mean, he didn't seem like a killer. I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. We were surrounded by killers, and he yeah. wasn't. He, I didn't get that vibe from him or nothing like that. Yeah. So, so he wasn't anybody that you would think was, you know, could be a threat. No, not at all. That's yeah. why this morning when I saw yeah. it on the news, I was like, "What?" I was uh. tripping. <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Wow, really." Like wow, yeah. yeah but, Did you even know, you know that he had 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 ran for for political office? Did you even notice? You that? know what? No, I didn't. I, this morning yeah. was the first I heard about it. I didn't know, and I listened to you guys mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah, 
So that was 2017. So that's when you got. Did he get out, or was that when you got out in 2017? That's no. That's in 2017. That's that's when I seen him at a okay at parole office downtown. Yeah, that was the last. So both time of I you had him. been, both of you have been out of prison for for a long time, I guess. Yeah, I yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Well, but he was um, very quiet. He was. You know what I mean? Maybe he didn't. He didn't seem like a threat or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, real interesting, especially since uh, uh, you hadn't kept up with them, and then all of a sudden he just plastered yeah. all. I mean, this isn't just New Mexico. This is a national story, of course. Yeah, I saw on, like my Google feeds and stuff like that on CNN. And, I mean, he was just he was he was like it's just surprising because when he was there the last time he was there for a nonviolent offense. Yeah. What was his family life like? Did he talk about his family, like how he grew up or his current relationships, that sort of thing? No, no, not at all. He never, you know what, come to think about it, he never really talked about his family. Hmm. Yeah, you know what, he never talked about, like, he never talked about girlfriends or wives or children or nothing like that, his mom or dad. So nothing ever struck you that, nothing ever struck you of, this guy's a little bit off. No, well, it wasn't. We were in prison. Everybody's off yeah. there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you're right. But I was just thinking, like, off as far as like could could fly off the handle, or somebody that would would be even be capable of of something like uh, like he's being charged with here. No, no, not at yeah. all. That's why it caught me off surprise. I was like, wow, right. When I heard the name, I jumped out of bed. I was like, what? No way. <laughs> and I saw his picture, and I was like, oh, way. This guy, wow. That was him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, Andrew, I really appreciate it. Thanks uh, for adding that insight, and uh, good luck to you, and I hope you're doing well. Uh, and uh, Yeah. And, and kind of, yeah, let me know, like, you know, keep keep up with us. Let us know how you're doing. I hope, uh, hope everything works out for you. All right. Sounds good. Y'all have a great day. All right. Thank you, Andrew there. Um, former cellmate, I guess, of uh, Solomon Pena, who says, you know, he didn't, didn't ever really think that he was uh, capable of something like this. But I do find it interesting. seems like if you're in prison with somebody and you're a pod mate or whatever, you got so much time on your hands. seems like you would talk about everything. And there were some things that, that Pena didn't, didn't talk about, at least uh, from Andrew's perspective. And yeah, I guess I guess if you are in prison, there is something a little bit off about you, right? <laughs> all right, 505-243-3333. It's not all Pena today because we've got an earnest roundtable. We've been looking forward to this. We have Jim Varney's cousin and also another uh, earnest aficionado. They're going to be with us in the 2 o'clock hour since the whole the the feedback has been so tremendous with uh, Ernest and the Blake's Lotteburger commercial that we did find, by the way. And uh, we'll, we'll have that for you coming up at 2 here on 96.3 News Radio KQOB. Right, it's BV today, News Radio KQOB. Thanks for being with us. We'll get some calls in here on the Solomon Pena situation. Uh, Brian, you're on News Radio KQOB. Hi, Brian. Hey, good afternoon. You know what? I think yes. it's going to be interesting about this high profile crime. <clears throat> is we have a new district attorney now, Sam Bregman, really big yeah. shot lawyer. It's mm-hmm. going to be interesting to see how he moves these criminals through the court system and what sentences they end up with. Someone, I'd like to highlight his sidekick, Mr. Senor Trujillo. 
who is uh, also yeah. a convicted felon. He had a uh, warrant out, felony warrant out for his arrest prior to the crime. Uh, mm-hmm. Got caught with a couple of guns, hundreds of fentanyl pills, bunch of cash. I mean, yeah. I think these two and the others that get rolled up, they need to go away for like 30, 40 years. I mean, we got to get serious with these punks that think they could mm-hmm. just go around the city and do whatever they want. I mean, remember, they fired bullets into imagine that someone firing bullets into your aunt's bedroom and having bullets sprat, splattering onto your niece or other debris yeah. i mean it's yeah. insane what we put up with why was mm-hmm. mr trujillo out on the street it'd be nice if our local media would think about that and maybe ask that question but it seems to never never get to that you know <laughs> you got it so, thanks for a call brian i'm with you 100 percent. yeah and i uh i hope sam bregman uh, does uh, and that's one of the things I think will be a a a good thing for him. He's not running. He says he's not going to run for another term. I think he's got some other ideas in mind. I'll tell you about that at another time. But uh, Sam Bregman, you know, he doesn't. He's not have to worry about laying a foundation for anything. He can go out there uh, and scorched earth as as DA. And I hope he does. And I hope he puts all these people, as Brian alluded to. There with uh, Jose Trujillo, one of his accomplices, he's being prosecuted federally on drug trafficking and firearms charges. Uh, why was he out there? Why was he out on the streets and able for Solomon Pena to get a hold of him? Yeah, I hope they they throw all these people away for a very long time, as we should be doing with all criminals that do this sort of thing and try to shoot up houses. All right, Mike, you're on News Radio KQOB. Hey, Mike. All right, Mike, 505-243-3333. If you want to get in, you can. Uh, now, one of the things here with Trujillo, as Brian said, it, on an unrelated warrant, uh, deputies arrested him during an inventory of the car. They found 800 fentanyl pills, two guns, a Glock, a drum magazine, and an AR pistol. And this on the on as the legislative session gets started and there's so many bills there to mitigate your second amendment rights and then this uh this instance happens here it's going to be used used to your detriment okay mike you're on news radio kqob hey mike yeah you there mike all right, we'll find him another time. 505-243-3333, number to get in. Oh, Mike, go ahead, sir. Yeah. Okay, now you got me, right? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, sorry about that. No, uh, yeah. actually, this is uh, in regards to what Ethan was talking about. It's funny how he calls in every time it's a Republican thing or has to do with abortion. That's the only time he ever calls in. But Okay, so he's pointing out the fact that Republicans are evil and they're doing all these shootings. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's uh, not a, totally true. That's no, uh, not. You can, yeah. you can look at Maxine Waters how she was inciting what she was inciting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, more more violence. It's it's more on their side, I believe, than it is ever on, on the conservative yeah. side. Yeah, I got uh, you. Thanks for. <laughs> All right, thanks for a call, Mike. I appreciate it. I mean, it has nothing to do with. Uh, right or left. I mean, these are these are morons. These are people that want to do you harm. They're criminals, uh, regardless of what it says on their political registration. If you're trying to do harm to somebody else, you need to go away for a while 
And does there's no big score sheet of oh Republicans and Democrats. I guess some people are are doing that, but uh, it happens on both sides, and it shouldn't be happening at all. And in New Mexico, with our lax criminal justice uh, system that we have, we've allowed this to happen uh, more than than what's happening in other states. So it doesn't matter whether you're Republican or Democrat, or this is. Uh, what this is going, but it just feeds into that whole false narrative about Republicans or conservatives wanting to destroy democracy, which is is not the case at all. All right, 505-243-3333, number to get in on News Radio KQB. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. That's it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. Was a it's dream. no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was, hey, it was fine because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know, yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum, wherever you listen. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the next thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.